Hey Thought Warriors, welcome to another episode of the Thought Warrior Podcast where we help followers of Jesus embrace the truth, expose the lies, and allow God to renew their minds. We are now on part 4 of our True You series, Know God by Knowing Yourself, and in this episode, we'll continue with our topic, Taking Your Thoughts Captive. So sit back, relax, and stay tuned for the rest of the podcast. Hey Thought Warrior, I may not know what you're going through right now, but maybe, maybe right now ang daming tumatakbo sa isip mo no, na hindi mo na alam kung alin yung totoo, alin yung hindi, and maybe you're asking, paano ko ba malalaman kung ano yung kailangan kong paniwalaan? Ano nga ba yung kailangan kong panghawakan sa aking isipan? If that is what you're experiencing right now, I hope that this episode would help you process your thoughts in a more healthy way. Last time, pinag-usapan natin how do we take our thoughts captive. It is actually based on our main passage in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Here, the Apostle Paul wrote to the church at Corinth, ang sabi dito ni Apostle Paul, We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and we take captive every thought. We take captive every thought to make it obedient. Christ. Now, the Apostle Paul is saying, no, we take captive every thought. Meaning, you don't let your thoughts control you, you control your thoughts. Because as sabi nga na isang pastor, eh, your life is moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. So, in reality, in reality, the battle starts in the mind. So, how do we take our thoughts captive? Last episode, pinag-usapan natin yung tinatawag na 4Ds. Yung 4Ds um, in taking our thoughts captive. So, if this is your first time to listen to this podcast, I encourage you to go back to the previous episode so that mas magkaroon tayo ng idea sa pag-uusapan natin ngayong araw na to. So, what are the four Ds? Four Ds to take our thoughts captive. The first one, the first one is to define the problem. We have to define first the problem because you cannot defeat what you cannot Define. The second one is to discover your underlying beliefs because you cannot effectively change your behavior without dealing first with your beliefs. And the third one, dito tayo natapos last time, diba? Demolish the lies. Demolish what we call cognitive distortions. Now, itong cognitive distortions na to, these are the lies that distort how you view reality. These are the ways na yung utak natin, no, kinoconvince tayo of something that is not really true. And ano nga ba yung cause itong mga cognitive distortions sa to? Maybe it's from a traumatic um, event in the past. Maybe may uh, nangyari sa'yo sa childhood mo. May sinabi sa'yo na tumatak sa'yo. Tapos yung mga circumstances mo reinforce that negative um, mindset or negative thought that you have. no? And eventually, itong mga coping mechanisms na to, itong uh, cognitive distortions, they became coping mechanisms. Because yung mind natin, dahil hindi nila makomprehend yung situation na yun, mas madaling isipin ng utak natin yung mga negative thoughts na yun. So that it could convince us of how to interpret that situation na nangyari sa atin. But the problem is, the danger is, itong mga cognitive distortions na to, these are inaccurate thoughts. Because ang ginagawa lang nila is nare-reinforce lang nila yung mga negative thoughts natin or yung mga negative emotions na nararamdaman natin. Now, how do we demolish these lies? How do we demolish these lies? We first have to detect them. In order for us to demolish them, we have first to detect 
them. That's why no ako practically ang ginagawa ko is I have this uh, what what I call a thought journal. Here in this notebook, I write down my thoughts, ano yung mga naiisip ko, bakit yun yung naiisip ko, and then I determine alin kaya dito yung mga lies, alin dito yung mga tinatawag na cognitive distortions. And for today, pag-usapan natin yung iba't ibang examples ng cognitive distortions. We have six examples. These are not exhaustive. You may search for the complete list sa internet, no? but here are six of the cognitive distortions that we oftentimes experience. The first one is what uh, what we call black or white thinking or tinatawag na all or nothing thinking. Here we see things in extremes meaning walang in between. Either magaling ka dito or failure ka na. I remember meron time na may hindi ako ma-edit na text effects sa Adobe sa Adobe Premiere. And then nung hindi ko siya magawa, sumuko na ako, sinabi ko sa sarili ko, I'm a failure in this. Now Uh, nung inisip ko yung thought na yon, yung idea na yon, nung journal ko siya, napaisip ako, no, kapag ba may di ako magawa, failure ka na? Failure ka na sa person? No. Because I am still learning. I am still a work and progress pagdating sa pag edit Diba? And that's the first one. Black or white thinking, all or nothing thinking. The second one is what we call overgeneralizing. Overgeneralizing. Ito naman, when we see a pattern, based on a single event. Diba? For example, if you just failed in one exam, for example, meron kang 10 exams, tapos sa isa, meron bumagsak, or even dalawa. Diba? It makes you think na you are a horrible student, na wala ka nang mararating, diba? mawawalan ka nang gana mag-enroll, kasi feeling mo, wala kang alam. Diba? And I remember one time, ito naman, nangyari sa akin, no? um, meron sa beses late ako nagising. And dahil late ako nagising, tingin ko sobrang unproductive na ng araw ko, na wala na ako ng gana, na gawin yung mga kailangan kong gawin. Kasi tingin ko unproductive na, feeling ko nasayang ko na yung araw ko. Now the question is, kapag ba late ka nagising, unproductive na kagad yung araw mo? No! Because may time pa naman for the rest of the day para tapusin yung mga kailangan mong gawin. So that is overgeneralizing. Now, the third one is what we call jumping to conclusions. From the name itself, so we jump to conclusions. Um, it involves we, uh, we read the minds of other people or um, we sort of predict what will happen in the future but it affects us negatively. No? For example, maybe may gusto kang i-chat, uh, may, may gusto kang i-chat tapos hindi mo siya magawa kasi iniisip mo galit sa'yo yung taong yon. Kahit wala kang objective proof. Meaning, hindi naman sinabi sa yun ng tao na galit siya or hindi mo narinig sa ibang tao na galit siya sa'yo, hindi mo na-confirm, wala kang objective proof. Or maybe you want to try something new. Pero kahit hindi mo pa sinusubukan, tingin mo mag-fail na. So, hindi mo na lang sinubukan, di ba? Natatakot ka nang itry yun kasi baka mag-fail ka. No? Um, these are examples of jumping to conclusion. No? I remember... Ako naman, I hesitated to build deeper relationships with people. Kasi ang tingin ko nun, somewhere along the relationship, I would fail them and then uh, lalayo sila sa akin, tapos itataboy na nila ako, then what will happen? I will be alone, I will not ha- have any friends, di ba? And the, the fact is, hindi pa ako nagbibuild ng relationship. Hindi pa ako nagbibuild ng relationship, ganun na kagad yung naisip ko. Now, my mind, my mind is actually a good story maker. No, and a good storyteller that sometimes we jump to conclusions kagad. Again, those are examples of lies. Those are cognitive distortions. Another example is what we call emotional reasoning. Dito naman sa emotional reasoning, it, it says, if I feel that way, 
If I feel that way, then it must be true. Kung ito yung nararamdaman ko, then ibig sabihin totoo yun. We are reasoning based on our feelings alone. But the problem is, no, while our feelings are valid, your feeling, they are significant. But they are not reliable guides. We don't decide, meaning we don't decide based on emotions alone. For example, feeling mo walang nagmamahal sa'yo. Feeling ko walang nagmamahal sa akin, so wala talaga nagmamahal sa akin. Or feeling ko boring akong tao, so boring talaga akong tao. Or maybe towards other people, feeling ko pinaplastic lang ako nito. So plastic to. Feeling ko mayabang to, so mayabang to. <laughs> diba? That's emotional reasoning. And fifth is what we call labeling. Ito naman naglalagay tayo ng labels sa sarili natin or sa ibang tao. No, for example, I'm a failure. I'm a loser in this. Or maybe sa ibang tao, his, uh, mayabang yan. Wala yung kwenta. Diba? Ako naman, uh, nagagawa ako to many times na kasi because of a relational mistake in the past. I believe, sometimes I believe no, that I'm a failure in relationships. It was back then. No, that I believe I'm a failure in relationships. Now, question. Does one relational mistake, does one relational mistake make somebody a failure? No. Because mistake is different from failure. Hindi ibig sabihin nagkamali ka, failure ka na. So that is uh, cognitive distortion eh. That's labeling, yung I'm a failure in relationships. Another example, the last example that we have for this episode is shooting and musting. Okay, here we have yung mga shoulds, yung mga musts, mga shoulds and shouldn'ts, do's and don'ts. Uh, in other words, we build standards. Nagkakaroon tayo ng standards, maybe our own standards or because of um, nakalakihan nating culture or family or society. No, uh, It could be a standard towards ourselves or towards other people. Now, what it does is it puts unnecessary expectation. Naglalagay tayo ng unnecessary expectation sa sarili natin or sa ibang tao and it usually leads to frustration, to anger, to resentment. Diba? Uh, for example, kapag leader ka, ito, common to sa church eh. Kapag leader ka, dapat lagi kang strong. O kaya kapag kristyano ka, dapat lagi kang masaya. Hindi ka pwedeng nagdadrama kasi kristyano ka na eh. Diba? Or, I shouldn't be lazy. Or, I shouldn't, uh, I should go to the gym four times or five times a week. Or, I shouldn't be like this anymore. Diba? Uh, what it does is, it doesn't give you a room for error. So, you have no room for errors. Kaya napufrustrate ka eh. Sa sarili mo, pag di mo siya nagagawa. And it leads to a more negative result. No? Now, instead of uh, saying, I should go to the gym, I should go to the gym four times a week, maybe we could say, no, I want to go to the gym four times or five times a week. Or maybe you could say something like this, my goal, my goal is to be on time. That is how to counter yung tinatawag nating shooting and musting. Now, those are some examples of cognitive distortions that... Um, Satan would use, the lies that Satan could use to distort how we view our reality. So what do you do? As a thought warrior, you detect the lies of the enemy and then you demolish them. Ako personally, no, sabi ko nga kanina, ang gagawin ko is I write my thoughts on a notebook, on my thought journal. And see, ano yung mga lies? Ano yung mga lies that the enemy wants me to believe? And then I determine kung anong kind yon ng cognitive distortions. So after doing that, here's our last step. Our last D, dun sa 4D. Ano yun? Declare God's truth. We declare God's truth 
over the lies. Ang sabi nga ni Craig Rochelle dito sa book niya no, na, na winning winning your uh, winning the war in your mind. This is actually a good book no. I hope na basa basahin niyo to o meron kayong copy nito no. Um, winning the war in your mind by Craig Rochelle. Ang sabi doon no, meron siyang principle of um, replacement. He introduced uh, what he called principle of replacement, meaning you replace the lies with God's truth. Again, you replace the lies with God's truth. Here, you ask yourself, What does God say about my thoughts? What does God say about these lies? Or what uh, What does God say about my beliefs? Now, we intentionally seek, then we intentionally seek and know, Ano nga ba yung truths ni God? We know that, we will know that through His Word, the Bible. Okay, for example, Here are some examples. Maybe uh, yung line na pinaniniwalaan mo is this. I committed a mistake. I am a failure. And I will never change. Anong sinasabi ni God through His Word? In Philippians 1.6, ang sabi dito, And I am certain that God who began the good work within you will continue His work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. In other words, we are God's work in progress. So you can declare this truth to yourself and say say something like this no I may commit a mistake but one mistake does not make me a failure I am God's work in progress you can declare that to yourself maybe another example is maybe pinaniniwalaan mo tong line na to no na when I am stressed I should turn to food and online shopping diba Lazada Shopee in order to be happy Now, what does the Bible say? In Psalm 23 verse 1, ang sabi dito, The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. When we are in Christ, we have all that we need. So, we could declare a truth. We could, we could have a truth declaration like this. When I am stressed, I turn to God not on food or online shopping. Because Jesus is my shepherd, I have all that I need. You can declare that truth to yourself. Or maybe another example. Maybe this is the lie that you believe in. There's no point in living a pure life. I've fallen into pornography. Wala nang point in living a pure life. I'm already dirty and I am so ashamed of myself. Sabi sa Bible, so now there's no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. Anyone who belongs to Christ, sabi sa 2 Corinthians 5.17, has become a new person. The old life is gone, a new life has begun. And sabi sa 1 Corinthians 10.13, God is faithful. When you are tempted, He will show you a way out. So what, would you, what could you do? You could make a truth declaration like this. True Christ, God has cleansed me of my sins. In Christ, I have a new life. So I will now pursue a life of purity. And God is faithful. He will provide a way out. When I am tempted. So what do you do? You declare God's truth over the lies. Again, as a thought warrior, how do we take our thoughts captive? Again, let's apply the four D's. Ano yung four D's na yon? First one, define the problem. The second thing, to discover your underlying beliefs. The third one is to detect and demolish the lies. And last is to declare God's truth again thought warriors this is not a one-time activity this is a process and as you continuously declare god's truth eventually 
God gave you God will give you the power to take your thoughts captive. You now have control over your thoughts. And this is very important. You know why? Diyo sabi nga kanina, your life is moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. And next episode, I will share how I journal my thoughts and make my personal truth declarations in part 5 of our True You series. And I am hoping, Thought Warriors, I am hoping that as God reveals the lies to you, as you replace them with God's truth, you will discover who you really are in Christ. So thank you for tuning in to the Thought Warrior Podcast. Unleash the spark within. Be a Thought Warrior. See you next time.